0: This thing on because it's getting ready to be on.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guests' name today are John Gavigan and Alan Rosenhock. They are with Endeavor, which is Buffalo's newest resource for high-growth startups. You'll learn a ton about them and their global network. And we will talk a little bit about Alan's time with Invest Buffalo Niagara where he spent 12 great years helping to better our mission and better Buffalo Niagara. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to rate us on iTunes and share with your friends. Thanks. So John, uh, for those that don't know, what is Endeavor?
0: Endeavor is a global organization that supports local companies with access to money Talent and access to new markets globally.
1: And what kind of companies or startups are you looking for? Because I know it's somewhat of a specific target.
0: Yeah, what's nice about Endeavor in the local areas, we've spent so much time with an infrastructure or building out an infrastructure supporting startups, early stage companies, and we call those really pre seed all the way to what we would consider Series A funding. Um, Endeavor really supports companies that are a bit later stage, we call them scale-ups, and uh, you know, who are also producing revenue and have gotten through some of the early challenges of being a startup company.
1: And Alan, with that in mind, why do you think now is a good time, specifically in Buffalo and Western New York, to be launching this initiative and focusing on those a bit more mature startups?
2: Yeah, well I think as John was starting to say that we as a community have really invested in the support system and infrastructure around early stage companies. We've gotten a lot of would be entrepreneurs off the sidelines, got a lot of would be investors and angel investors off the sidelines and you've seen the community grow in such significant ways with 43 North, Launch New York, you know, our universities, you know, led by UB and others um, and now, Techstar's really, you know, putting money and you know smart people's efforts into that early stage and getting companies to launch and, and move forward. And where Endeavor fits in is, you know, at that later stage when companies are achieving traction and are ready to hit a, a key inflection point. Um, and you know, we're there to take the baton, you know, as it were. Um, to help those companies at that critical stage, to then have an even greater impact on uh, the region from an economic perspective and and from a, you know a growth perspective. So,
1: Alan, what does that selection process look like on your end for
2: the companies that are <coughs> kind of heading towards that that point or that hurdle? So, really, a big part of Endeavor's secret sauce is that selection process. So, it is quite rigorous um, and uh, quite selective. And so it can take anywhere from three months all the way to 12 months. There's a series of uh, review processes where at the local level level we're bringing in um, really top-notch experts who work with companies, who invest in companies, or who, who are in you know, a specific industry sector um, to review and understand the companies uh, based on Endeavor's selection criteria Um, offer feedback throughout. Um, One of the best parts about Endeavor is they really uh, encourage um, their local offices that that John and I have the opportunity to to operate here in Western New York to make selection an additive and valuable process. Whether a company makes it through or not, um, it is selection as a service. So we wanna bring in really uh, expert people to offer feedback along the way and ultimately um, the selection process culminates at an international selection panel, which occur um, several times throughout the year in cities throughout the world, um, where Endeavor brings in an incredibly high-caliber level of panelists that uh, you know evaluate companies again from all over the world to uh, be accepted as Endeavor entrepreneurs.
0: Can I add just one extra thing to that? Yeah. The the. For the last 23 years, Endeavor supports entrepreneurs that are ultimately going to have the highest impact on the regions and or countries from which they come from. And since we had a real dense startup community here, you know, we're pretty fortunate that we were on the radar of Endeavor Global, right? This organization has been around for two and a half decades, supporting thousands of entrepreneurs and thousands of companies. so we talk about high impact entrepreneurs that's really what we're talking about it's we're going to support the entrepreneurs who in turn will end up being game changers in their communities and that's an important selection criteria is that are you an entrepreneur that after you've won so to speak that you're willing to reinvest your time treasure and talent back into the community from which you come from and so Alan's and my job here locally as the pioneers and the founders really of the Endeavor Western New York office, which I think both of us agree we're enormously proud to be able to do that, That type, this type of work for our community. Um, we're here to find the next 20 or 30 companies that have come through the scale-up ranks or at a certain inflection point in their growing business to help lever... So- global assets to help them supercharge their growth. But we're also looking for those entrepreneurs that can be game changers in this community. It's the end game for us.
1: Right. So I was reading through the website and one of the three criteria that you have listed is can this founder pay their success forward, which is a lot of what you just talked to and that value in itself feels very Buffalo. You know, it feels very, like, ingrained with our community. So, um, I guess, talk about, like, the the fit between Endeavor's values and Buffalo, kind of the fabric of our community, the city of good neighbors, and, and the way in which people have rallied around our startup community to get us to this point where you can now launch and, as you said, take the baton.
2: Yeah, I think there is a lot of alignment there, Greg. I, I like that question because... Um you know buffalo and rochester you know western new yorkers are they are traditional you know it's the the rust belt mentality but it's hard working but it's also you know working together um it's trusting one another and it's a real willingness to help you know there's countless anecdotes and examples of people who uh, moved to buffalo for the first time or maybe they're just visiting and they ask somebody for help and they're overwhelmed by the response and and the desire to help, not a willingness to help, but the desire to help. Um, And from my somewhat limited experience so far at Endeavor, um, but everything I've learned and and all my interactions with other Endeavor employees um, that I've uh, gotten to know um, remotely thus far, so excited and willing to help and wanting to grow our office just like theirs and and seeing how um, the success of the network will breed more success so I think there is a, a great fit with the Endeavor mindset um, and approach uh, and it's a great uh, you know it, it, it is reflective of the uh, mindset of Western New York as well
1: and it, it's something that we see every day in the community and you and I have talked about what you see it you know Buffalo, Buffalo Open Coffee Club people standing up and saying offering their help to folks so it it feels like that's kind of the foundation on which the startup community is being built here locally is uh, you know just a desire to help each other basically
2: absolutely and and endeavor can now take that to a whole nother level to a global level um, where that help and assistance and mentorship can be uh, even more impactful
0: And there's something interesting about this, is that there are other communities, which, you know, maybe you would know this and maybe you wouldn't, but there are other communities globally that are like us, that care deeply about their own communities. So imagine finding your, I don't know, your connections globally that actually have similar mindset, but look at solving problems vastly different because they come from just a little bit different community than we do. They have a different set of challenges. And, and so being able to connect with people that share the same values but approach solving problems differently can only help up our game in this community. So being exposed to a broader reach of diversity and, and the way we solve problems and think about things, I think can only help this community actually take its efforts to a whole nother level.
1: Yeah, and that it, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about next is this global mentor network. Uh, John tell us a bit about some of the specifics for a company that's in your pipeline or, you know, selection consideration. What does that mentorship opportunity look like on a global scale? The connections that they're able to have and the help they're able to receive.
0: So Endeavor's done a really good job synthesizing the tools into very approachable and usable platform, you know, into a a usable platform. And so big picture, we, Endeavor has access to really a syndicated group of investors globally. Uh, Many of the uh, investors that many of us in the startup community would have heard of, just given the nature of our work. Um, we have access to a depth of market makers and connections into new markets and customers, and then and, and then access to a broad reach of talent. But inside of that, we have an entire mentor network. We have thousands of global mentors and advisors ready to offer their time, their skills, and their knowledge into companies that come from this area. And so it's part... Um, The local team connecting through our global team and the verticals and horizontal groups of service providers within the Endeavor network. And it's us working together to identify the specific needs of our companies and then connecting them with the right resources globally, whether that's in a mentor, an advisor, access to an investor, access to. A good strategic hire whatever the case might be there's an entire mechanism and playbook already designed for us to take needs and turn them into actionable uh uh, an an actual event yeah an actual (laughs) event uh with people globally
2: and i would add as i'm learning more and more about it um and we haven't you know we're still a young office of endeavor and we haven't Gotten our first company through the entire selection process, but one of the first things that will occur when we do have an entrepreneur and a company that uh, ultimately is selected as an Endeavor entrepreneur is with an in-depth needs assessment. And so it's not just finding the right people, but it's really understanding what are the really big needs and and questions facing a company to achieve really lofty goals, Um, whether they're revenue goals, you know, going into a new continent uh, and and growing a new customer base, um, whatever that may be, understanding what is needed for really big success. And I know
1: in our conversations, that role of connector and being able to help assist people access the resources they need is what you are so excited about with this opportunity and you know, this kind of startup on its own of endeavor in Buffalo.
2: Absolutely. I um, so I spent over 12 years here at Invest Buffalo Niagara. We're going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and honing my connector skills. I mean, that's so much of what the team here at Invest does, is uh, helping connect companies that are considering a location decision with phenomenal resources here in the Buffalo Niagara region. And in a similar way, I'll now be helping um, the top, you know, scale-up companies that are already here in Western New York um, access the resources of this uh, incredibly high-caliber global network.
1: Before we get to those 12 years at Invest, a couple more questions. John, how do you see yourself... Um,
0: you got that interesting smile on your face. Greg, I'm curious as to what the next question is going to be. This is going no, to be No, this is, this
1: is easy. <laughs> how, do you, uh, how do you envision yourself partnering with other entrepreneurial support organizations locally. Obviously, you've been in the community um, in a couple different roles over the past several years, and we talked about a lot of those organizations laying the foundation to get us here. How do you see yourself kind of fitting into the puzzle?
0: That is, I'm really happy to ask that question because it gives me at least an opportunity to pay a bit of respect to the amount of work that's gone in by multiple organizations and people along the way. Um, I always said when I was at 43 North that it wasn't about getting your name on a street sign uh, long-term, but that there'd be thousands of our names on a bronze plaque in the middle of city hall, because this was the generation that decided to, uh, to reignite its trajectory. And, and, and you're seeing this at the very beginnings of what all of us are calling our renaissance. And you can't, you we can't achieve that in a silo. It really does come down to uh, partnerships. So in, 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 by the way, partnerships that impact multiple different industries, right? We're just one sector in the business community and we're an offshoot into the innovation sector or the entrepreneur sector or the startup community, so we're just one aspect, but think about food and, and, and public service and our entertainment community and, and and cuisine and restaurants and teachers and law enforcement, we're all one community. Right. But what we do in this sector and what we're learning how to do that much better over the years is really work together to have a better impact on the risk takers that we also call entrepreneurs. And hopefully the risk takers that have a very innovative idea. This group, if we don't start off by encouraging people to take ideas at the ideation stage and get them down on paper and bring them for review to somebody, that's where the process starts. And that's what you know schools like UB and our incubators, our accelerators are really designed to do. Once that happens, you get in through Launch New York, right? And, and you're going to take an idea... And it's now documented, and you've you've kind of noodled it around a little bit. You're going to go to Launch New York, and you're going to use their be- bevy of resources to take that organization to the next level. Then you got organizations like Forty Three North and the Angel Network, and you know other accelerators, incubators, uh, Blackstone, to you know where and I know I'm missing a bunch of tech Stars, and and you start broadening the scope and hopefully layering concentric circles around that little burgeoning sequoia tree called a business right and then eventually if it gets strong enough and we've developed enough rings around that tree it's going to land a few of those companies are going to land at endeavor so to answer your question if we don't have those startups and people willing to get ideas onto paper and organizations that are willing to support them early then we never get to see them at the, at the inflection point of scaling up. And that's really where Endeavor comes in. So our partnership is really gonna be collaborating uh, on those types of companies that, are, uh, that we see as high impact and, and great potential for us and this community. Um, And that's really working with our partners in, you know, whether it's Launch New York or 43 North or the Angel Groups or uh, our groups up in, you know, like Excel Partners and, um, you know, in in the Rochester Angels. So it's working across regional platforms that hopefully can create a great dense um, pipeline of companies that we can help support. Inside of that, we're all going to have tools, whether it's financial, operational, marketing, you name it there's a whole host of things that all of us need that frankly will lend itself to good col- uh, collaboration opportunities among these organizations so that we become stronger by working together as a whole. Make sense?
1: Yeah, and, and we've talked about it throughout the episode. This is a new initiative, somewhat of a, a startup of its own. Mm-hmm. For you, what do you think uh, You know, in the short term, what does success look like for endeavor locally what what are the goals you're trying to achieve
0: Another really good question. I know these are basic Greg, but you're you're crushing it on the questions I'm thinking. Very it. much. Tell Jenna. 5 years, I will tell her. I absolutely <laughs> well, will she's tell gonna her. Well, she listen and she'll hear. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love Jenna. Thank God for Jenna. I swear to God. I remember even the early days of 43 North like I don't know how we would have done what we did without our partnership through Invest Buffalo Niagara. Like it's just it's that simple jenna was one of the huge cat i don't mean to be on on the jenna and tom show but the reality is invest buffalo niagara has been a real impactful partner over the years in helping to um give our nascent startup community some roots and it, it gave us the runway to allow us to have some roots and now these organizations are much stronger so anyway side note so um Five years, I'm hopeful, Alan. You know, this is something that Alan and I talk about all the time. Five years, I hope that we're supporting 25 companies that are driving real impact with jobs, wage increases, and real wealth in this community through those 20, 30 companies that hopefully we will get selected through the selection process and supported by a global network called Endeavor, right? That's the hope. So when you pull that back into 30, 60, 90, 180, you know, one year, three year objectives, all of those objectives kind of fall into line. Right now, uh, we just pulled our first two uh, local entrepreneurs from this region that got through our local selection panel. It's a huge milestone for us. Can't announce who they are yet, Uh, but we're going to be taking them to international consideration for selection in March and we're real hopeful that we'll have our first two entrepreneurs that, we're, that we'll be supporting globally. Um, that's really what's top of mind for us. And then we're looking to identify the next couple of companies that will be coming through our selection process. We're in process of doing that. But then it's going to get into how are we going to support them. And that gets back into what Alan uh, was described the process that Alan was describing earlier. And that's really going to be month six through twelve.
1: And then, same question, zoomed out a little bit, not just Endeavor, but the startup <clears throat> community as a whole. And, and as you said, that's just a fraction of our business community. Mm-hmm. What do you think is next for for Buffalo, really, in our renaissance that, that we're in the middle or beginning of?
0: I think that we do believe, five years ago, I think it was more about creating belief in the community. And... I think that we've achieved that, right? Um, now it's really upping our uh, our abilities and capabilities, right? So it, it's, it's helping every single citizen, no matter where you fit on the spectrum and the skills you have, the aptitude, your God-given abilities, but it's taking every one of us and upping our skills just a little bit. Because now we have the belief, we've got good people, we've got good institutions. So if I was going to do two things, I was going to have two call to actions. The first one was would be everybody up their game one degree and do it on your own. Read a book, uh, and invest in a MOOC. Get into a class, a MOOC, you know, online course. Um, do something that ups your skills and capabilities, and take ownership of it on your own. Number two, no matter what sector you're in, I, we, Alan and I serve one sector, but find new ways of collaborating with a potential partner to help somebody else. Right. And those would probably be the two call to actions and be very intentional about doing that. I think our community comes from the simple mentality of what's in it for me and we are now making the transition to me is okay, but really what's in it for us. So unless we begin to learn how to work with one another, then our community's renaissance will not achieve its its potential. Um, so that's what I would say. Alan, what do you Preach. think? <laughs> Preach. Preach. Is, know, that, I, is that a millennial term? Uh, I'm not is, a millennial, so I don't I see, know. Oh, that's right. You're in. You're on right that the, cross yeah, it's tough yeah. to say. Yeah, that new um, that new generation
2: that's yeah, coming. Whatever, out. whatever we call it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, I I agree with that. I think um, you know specific for the startup community. You know, I think um, late 2019. You know, coming into 2020, you're seeing you know successes. Through you know ACD auctions, uh, achieving the first uh, you know unicorn valuation of over a billion um, dollars, and, and seeing that success continue, and more and more companies growing to have a really significant and material impact from a jobs and wealth creation perspective, and then going a little bit further um, when the region starts to see you know a couple really successful exits. And you have early employees and founders who now have you know, some liquid capital um, and how they reinvest that, how they start new companies, how they invest in new companies, how they do it all over again. And that is the multiplier effect that all of these organizations are looking to achieve. Um, and it's really exciting. And I think when you look back five years from now, when we're in you know, 2025 or maybe 10 and 2030, you're going to see a lot of that, and you're going to be able to trace um, so much success and so much, uh, so many of the jobs and opportunities that our community will have back to some of these roots in uh, the organizations we talked about and, and companies that we're working with today. And then
1: I said we would get back to it. You spent 12 years with Invest Buffalo Niagara. I wanted to kind of end our conversation just by giving you an opportunity talk about, you know, favorite projects or moments or, um, you know, just a chance to reflect on the impact you were able to have here and and how it informs your new role with Endeavor.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, spent pretty much my entire professional career here at Invest uh, up until the the end of 2019 and, and, you know, can't thank Tom and and the team here enough. I mean, it's a second family for sure, kind of grew up here and uh, so, I mean, there, there's so much to reflect on over all that time I mean some you know projects that really stick out you know AML RightSource is one that's really exciting and they continue to grow we, we've uh, talked about them on, on the podcast and, and featured them in other um, other things and uh, Athenex you know and seeing that uh, manufacturing operation coming online this year in, in Dunkirk that was one of the ones that you know I worked on several years ago and is, and is coming to fruition now and is going to Really transform that community in, in the southern tier, um, and just the the skills and relationships that I was able to build here over that time, um, I'll take with me forever. And um, you know when you know Endeavor Western New York was just becoming an entity, and and I, I talked to John a little bit, and I was learning and reading about what it what it is and and the impact it can make and the um, the additive nature of of the organization to our community here and. Um, it just felt like all the skills I developed here at Invest Buffalo Niagara was really preparing me for this role. And um, first three weeks, it certainly feels that way. Feels like I've been on the job for six months, not just three <laughs> weeks, because we definitely hit the ground sprinting. Um, and uh, you know, by the time this publishes, it'll probably my time will have doubled. <laughs> right. but, uh, you know, at Endeavor, and, and it's just uh, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for my time here and um, excited for what's to come. Great. Well, you
1: have participated in the blizzard round before. John, you have not. Alan will still let you answer. Maybe you have different answers. So we'll go Alan and then
2: John. If you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? I don't even remember what I answered the first time. (laughs) I I don't either. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I think we're going to go with the best flavor in the world, which is Bittersweet Symphony. All right. John,
0: cinnamon
1: book or tv show that you'd recommend uh new grit by andy gordon just on the podcast (laughs) really it's
0: really good i like it wow uh geography of new jobs and the hard thing about hard things
1: text or phone call
0: phone call absolutely phone call
2: bills or savers I know what my answer was to this one before, which was bandits. Uh, I think at this point I gotta go Bills. Yeah. Although it is bandit season, so <clears throat> go bandits.
0: I've got a mirror bomb of Schramsburg champagne that I bought in two thousand five because I thought we were gonna win the Stanley Cup, like <laughs> within those years. So I'm I'm going Sabres because we. I think the champagne's getting
1: old. You're infested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hiking or skiing?
0: Skiing. Skiing.
1: And most important question, chicken wings, drumstick or flat?
2: I'm still drumstick.
0: Flat. All right. Oh, that's perfect. Stick. We can order I chicken know. wings together. Dude, there's another one that we got coming together. I love it. That's complimentary. <laughs> Lunch at
1: the new office. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks, it's been Greg. Been fun, Greg. Thanks a lot. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara. The region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization please rate this podcast follow our social media channels and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org
0: for the best of buffalo niagara come grow your business with us